Welcome to the 20th episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex-Mex. Today we have just myself and Coach talking video games, people getting canceled, Thanksgiving dinners, Warhammer, and Thanksgiving movies. Wrapping it all up with ghosts and ghost talk. All on this week's episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio. All right, all right, all right. Radio names. It's just uh, Coach and Tex Mex today. Uh, a lot on the docket. I think. Um, well, uh, I mean, well, let's start how we always start. Uh, you, any, anything fun happened in the last two weeks? <laughs> uh, well, Flyers and I. Her, uh, we were supposed to go to Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving, but her mother canceled on us for various COVID reasons, which was fine. So we got we got spared a six-hour drive at least. Uh, so instead of doing the regular Thanksgiving dinner, because we've already had turkeys this year for various reasons, but we decided to do uh, – I did a beef Wellington. Yeah. Uh, whew, man, that is a great meal. I went to a, went to a butcher shop in – Cambridge it's like I saw I found it on Google it was like in my news feed it was like top butchers in the country see which ones are in Massachusetts so it's like made a top 25 list for the country and then it's like top three in Massachusetts something like that so I'm like all right well this is a special occasion why don't we go get some really high quality beef uh so I definitely makes a difference man who grass-fed beef has an entirely different taste to it it's so good can you also say that you like spent twice as much as you thought you were going to or planned on about about twice as much yeah (laughs) i'll put it this way it's about half price of like what you'd get if you went to the capital grill if you got filet mignon and capital grill yes you're spending what forty dollars on about a six ounce not even it's 50 bucks uh before taxes for a uh 10 ounce uh steak i believe sometimes eight 10 ounce steak yeah, so this stuff would probably be about half the price per pound. Oh, you know, yeah. Maybe for sure. a little bit less. For sure. So still cheaper than going out. And if you know how to cook it, it's worth it. But yeah. definitely not an everyday thing. That is a <laughs> – this is a nice dinner. But, man, it, it did make a difference. And, you know, Gordon Ramsay's uh, Beef Wellington recipe, obviously phenomenal. So highly recommend it to anybody out there that is looking for a Delicious treat for a special occasion. I'm uh, I'm happy that he he hasn't been canceled. I know a lot of big famous chefs have been getting canceled. <laughs> have they? I haven't heard of anybody. Uh, there was that one dude. Um, he he always I think he has like a ponytail and like gray hair. He got canceled, but uh, there's one or two in DC too. It's I just mean that like there was a big wave of chefs and I was like, Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean like something that maybe me and you might be the only people who are aware of uh, in our group is uh, there was a big cancel wave of like uh smash players, right? Like, Oh yeah. 30 of them went down all at once. Like, pr- like S- smash brothers, professional like video game players where all, all the allegations just dumped in a week. Which is just like the least surprising thing I'd ever heard. Oh, in my absolutely, life. absolutely. Like I, I think somebody talked about it that like that the, um, the the Smash Brothers culture is kind of like 
just such a weird intermingling of like uh children and like adults and <laughs> like n- no barriers in between them and sometimes like because you know you go to a big convention center and uh or like for a tournament or to watch and you're just like you have these weird parasocial relationships and like no barriers between the 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 entertainer and the person like and the 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 viewer it's just like ripe for abuse but uh on top on top of the fact that they're all a bunch of (laughs) uh d-bags in general like most pro gamers they're just 10 year olds that never grew up and therefore have no social skills because their life is going around the country playing in different video game tournaments. Not to say that's a bad thing. I love professional video games. You know, I love professional video games, but like, you, you know how pro gamers can be. They are the most toxic people ever. Oh yeah. It's, 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 it's a, I think it stems from, uh, you know, you've got people that are probably not very popular and all of a sudden they've got some popularity and they just go nuts with it. They don't know how to handle it. I can see that. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, I I think, well, well, here's the thing. I I mean, there's a lot of toxicity in, like, high school sports, let's say. Um, That's true. But at least, like, let's say the high school uh, football team is very popular. Um, Their social skills uh, develop differently than uh, the dude who's, you know, getting really good at League of Legends in high school or Smash Brothers. And not that you know, it's, it, it's, I just feel like it's suddenly different for somebody to be a professional video game player than like a professional uh, athlete, but it, it's kind of like the same trajectory, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, a lot, a lot of professional athletes get canceled because they're nothing but toxic masculine assholes. Yeah. Yeah. That have never been told no in their life. Right. Uh, yeah. I just mean that like to, to tilt it so that like pro gamers, uh, probably like I don't know. Uh, also, look worse in some situations is that they they didn't. For a lot of those people, uh, you've never been the center of any attention, um, as opposed to like you know some in some places, fucking high school football is it. That's it for the whole town, right? Like you're you're a town celebrity from fourteen to eighteen, right? Because you're yep. the quarterback fuck your lineman you're a good lineman and you're the the town celebrity <laughs> right like it's um it's very different to like to suddenly be in like your your early 20s or like late teens and suddenly it's not just it's not like a slow progression of like a couple of people are paying attention to me wow my whole town is paying attention to me it's usually on the the video game scale you know wow <laughs> Uh, people from all over the world are paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And no matter what dumb shit I say, there's a billion people in my chat that agree with me. Um... <laughs> Just because it's me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but enough shitting on uh, video gamers. I, uh, as a as a uh, former never professional gamer, um, nothing really happened to me either. I mean, it's COVID. Like, nothing's really exciting is happening. I finished... Uh, uh, my resume, my resume hadn't been updated since 2000, uh, Christ. I don't even know, dude. It, 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 I have, ne- I have been updated my resume since college. I don't think, um, sure. it's, uh, that, that's probably the most I- exciting thing that happened to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanksgiving aside, which was the next thing I was going to pivot to is Thanksgiving. So I, I had three thanksgiving meals i had obviously the capital grill you gotta go obviously 
classic. Uh, you know, this podcast is endorsed endorsing the Capitol Grill always, and uh, maybe you go maybe on they'll... Thanksgiving, right? Huh? You go physically on Thanksgiving? Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. They do they do like a Thanksgiving meal there. That's pretty good. Um, it's like they just they just bring you a plate with like their turkey and just a boatload of sides all on a plate and then they also bring like a thing of mashed potatoes for the table for like a fixed price it's like 40 50 bucks or something i don't remember um solid meal yeah i i always i i especially like now i'm not a turkey person but especially right now during covid like i am going out like maybe once a month if i'm going to the capitol grill i'm getting a steak like i got a steak <laughs> i did uh, not eat obviously. turkey on Thanksgiving. proud of you <laughs> uh, i was the only person at the table not eating turkey you made the right decision. Oh, absolutely. Um, but then after that, I uh, my folks had like leftovers because my my cousin works at a restaurant here, and and uh, they they bought you know their Thanksgiving whatever so the uh, on discount. So that's what I ate Friday, and then Saturday, uh, Jay Boner and her roommates were having their friendsgiving, like roommates giving. So I, I had three back to back Thanksgivings. Um, Definitely got drunkest on the third one, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the season, right? <laughs> it's also weird. Cause it's like, uh, um, you know, I, COVID has been tough for everybody, but I think especially now is when, you know, we're seeing who has the, the, the willpower to like not get together. Cause this is like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like that's when you have to go see your family. Right. Like socially. Yeah, my mom's freaking out that we might not go. I'm like, mom, I don't want to travel. Like, yeah, not, not the right thing to do. Yeah, but it's it's also getting worse. Like, it doesn't matter what people. It's getting worse. Like, um, I mean, you know, we're world famous podcasters, uh, known in Ireland, uh, Russia, uh, Crimea, um, Singapore. Uh, we're obviously first to get the experimental vaccine and we'll be able to, you know, travel normally. But um, uh, for everybody else, it, it's 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 so nuts that people are like, oh, there's three vaccines. Like, it's it's over. And it's like, well, no, it's not over. No, not even close. <laughs> this whole uh, finished development and uh, uh, out to the people. Hopefully we can have Thanksgiving 2021. Like, that's that's really where we are um we're we're, we're just gonna be lucky to get boys boys weekend in next year i i mean i'm gonna live in a bubble if i have to like i, I we're, we're doing a boys weekend <laughs> obviously um no it's it's you know good thing politics is over right the election happened there's no more politics politics is dead so we can just focus and deal with this covid thing slash s um no, dude, I, 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 to, to, to ride off the Thanksgiving stuff, um, I was also told, uh, I think during the third Thanksgiving that Nightmare Before Christmas was the Thanksgiving movie. And I, I'm just going to say that's wrong. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, if anything, if you have to pick one for me, honestly, I'd say Halloween movie, but I mean, I don't, it's not a Thanksgiving movie. It's not about Thanksgiving. It's about Christmas for yeah. Halloween. Yeah. I, their argument was that because it happens in between Christmas and Halloween, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Um, <laughs> that's, that's wrong. If uh, it was a Thanksgiving movie, it would be about Thanksgiving. Wait, so do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Yes, but my family also watches it every Christmas, so it's kind of a thing. 
Right. Okay. And I'm going to throw it out there. My dad and I were on the diehards of Christmas movie long before it went viral. I, I know. I know because you, you definitely said that to me long before it was viral on the internet. Um, <laughs> the, I, so I, it's, it's like, how do you define a Christmas movie? Is what It happens during Christmas. Is that the only criteria? I mean, in terms of like diehard and lethal weapon, I guess you'd have to say that, you know, because let's be real, they're not Christmas movies per right, se. Right, right, right. So it, it, I it, will say go ahead. Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon just takes place at Christmas. Okay. Whereas Die Hard, it is a Christmas party. They rely on the holiday party to get in. They rely on right. uh, certain aspects of the holidays for that movie to take place. Now, it's not about family and presents and all that stuff, obviously. Right, right, right. But it is, at its core... You know, it takes place around Christmas. The story is semi-dependent on it being Christmas. Yeah. So I do consider that more of a Christmas movie than, say, like Lethal Weapon or other things that you might say, well, it took place at Christmas, too. Right. So yeah, Obviously, just because the movie happens during December doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Right. So, like, no. there has to be, at the very least, Christmas aesthetics, like, as a part of the movie. Um, yeah, and Die Hard definitely has that. I mean, the, one of the most famous lines is "Ho ho ho, I have, I have a machine, machine gun" because yeah. you put the sand on the guy, and he has a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and all the vent crawling. Uh, no, the Die Hard. I, I it, it depends on your definition. If you if the definition is just is that is that it happens during Christmas time and is a you know. Um, crap what am i looking for oh and has the set dressing of christmas and like people are like there's a christmas party all the the decorations are christmas everything around it is christmas then it it could qualify as a christmas movie i think trying to find like the spirit of christmas is like so much more niche and um i think either definition i think nightmare falls more on christmas than halloween i think it has yeah the, the aesthetics of obviously halloween and the the first 10 minutes take place during halloween um but the i i think it 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 definitely leans more into like the spirit of christmas and i also i mean i'm i'm an advocate of i i watch nightmare before christmas during in october and in december like it's a it's a double it's both of these things <laughs> por qué no los dos and i just i say halloween is cuz I like Halloween better. It's my favorite holiday. So. Yeah, same. Like if I had to, if I had to nail it down to one time that I could only watch it, it would be during Halloween. Um, which honestly, I, I I'm more disappointed that we didn't get a Halloween than Thanksgiving or Christmas. Oh my god! Up. And Halloween was on a freaking Saturday this year. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. It, it <laughs> once every what five years? <laughs> Seriously. Um. No, it's that. That's. Honestly, the things I'm upset we missed because of COVID that are holidays in particular, uh, Halloween, then probably St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo <laughs> tied. <laughs> um, I'll only be upset with COVID for Thanksgiving and Christmas purely because my family just moved to Florida. Oh, right, like right. it honestly wouldn't have affected me borderline whatsoever. Yeah. Outside of the fact that I cannot just get on a plane and go to Florida right now. Well, like, you I could. Can't physically. <laughs> I shouldn't. 
it is it is dangerous too it is it is putting lives in danger too <laughs> yes um yeah i don't know my i mean my family is the only branch of my family that doesn't live in texas and uh us not seeing everybody for the holidays isn't like unheard of so we we i don't know there there wasn't a lot of like fuss i'm like i see my i live at home so i see my folks so that's not it. it it's just that there wasn't a lot of fuss especially for us not visiting everybody else in texas because we can't always and especially right now it's like no <laughs> some of them even have covid in texas and it's like yeah we're not we're not coming to visit <laughs> sorry <laughs> um and nobody's nobody's too upset about that but yeah i honestly I don't like, I don't know if I like any Christmas. So I was asked, like, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? What Christmas movie do you watch all the time? And I don't, I think, it took me a while to get there, but um, uh, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons, right? It's a solid one, solid one. Probably my favorite Christmas movie. I, I die hard completely out of the equation. Um, that it's still kind of like about the spirit of Christmas. Other than that, like they, they, I was asked, like, what what Christmas movie did I watch like a lot? And the only one is is the the year without a Santa Claus because it was on TV every year, and I would watch that. Um, I honestly can't say I've ever seen that. Uh, it's the one with the uh, the songs, and the, it's the year without a Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it, I've just never seen it. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. Um, is the, is it Island of Misfit Toys? Isn't that in it too? No, that's Rudolph. That's Rudolph. Okay, then it's Rudolph and the Year Without Santa Claus are probably the two I watched the most. Um, but no, it's got to be Chevy Chase. I don't. I don't know if you have an, a, an opinion other than Die Hard. <laughs> no, for in terms of an actual Christmas movie, so my family did watch a lot. Um, I've got. I've got strong opinions on a lot of Christmas movies is, and the fact that is, almost all of them suck. Yeah, they suck. They all suck pretty hard. They I, legitimately oh, Elf, Elf is a are Christmas not movie. Elf is a Elf. good Christmas movie. The issue is <laughs> you would not watch these movies yes. unless they were and outside of the fact they are dubbed Christmas movies. Yeah. So you feel obligated to watch them. They aren't good movies. They're bad storytelling. It's yeah. like it blows my mind that people actually want to watch them. Yeah. Like I think everyone forgets when everyone talks about a Christmas story, go try to rewatch a Christmas story when it's not just in the background on TV. It is not easy to watch. Yeah, it's like it is long. It's not that exciting. Like you remember, you remember all the high spots, yeah. right? It's the nostalgic movies. You remember all the high spots. And you quote it all the time because those moments are legitimately funny. But then you try to watch it, and you got to watch all the parts in between too. <laughs> You're like, oh, this sucks. But in terms of movies that I legitimately enjoy for christmas it's a wonderful life Mm -hmm. fantastic like that is classic old school hollywood uh is it james stewart i think right i i don't know i i I just know that that movie is is wicked depressing (laughs) yeah um but he's he's one he's an all-time actor yeah 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 you know that's a that's an all-time movie and i would watch that outside of it being christmas yeah um muppets christmas carol probably my number one there you go like that movie is fucking hysterical. Like it is, it's the Muppets. It's a classic Christmas story. Michael Caine. Like yeah. it's just, it's really good. That's a quality, quality movie. And you know, there's a few others that I'm happy to watch, but I'd say those are like my top two of. I watch them every Christmas, and I try not to not watch them. Right. 
Uh, did you get any? Did you do any Black Friday shopping? I did not because I don't need any garbage that's only fake on sale. That's fair. I mean, so like I, I think I might have mentioned it a month ago on the podcast. I um, I picked up a new TV and technically it was on sale because it was like their their Samsung Black Friday started in uh, October, like October tenth or whatever. Um, that's the other thing. None of these deals actually are Black Friday anymore. No, they're not. like you will get the same deals for the next month. Um. But, like, other than that, I really didn't – I mean, like, there's a couple things I picked up that were just, like, $4 off, $3 off. Like, there's some stuff I, I needed for Warhammer, like, model making that I just, like, yep. picked it up. It was, it was, like, it's usually 20 bucks and now it's 16 Whatever. <laughs> but uh, uh, a couple of – speaking to um, uh, the Bonesaw and Rimdog earlier, and uh, I was hearing about them – doing like cyber black friday stuff and uh i how did it start do we know how it started because i know it started during our lifetimes um just like the black friday craze in general because obviously cyber monday wasn't around before we were alive like we we were around for the advent of the internet um i mean i'd have to guess without actually googling it yeah I would have to guess that it was just like, you know, it's the day after Thanksgiving, all of your families are home. So let's put on a deal. It's the start of the Christmas season. Right. So like, it just, it's natural. Let's have a sale on that day. And I'm sure it just got picked up and picked up and picked up. Right. Just, I mean, I, I think the South Park had a, had a good, uh, was it like three or four years ago, had a good riff on, on Black Friday and Game of Thrones. And it was like three or four episodes in a row. Um just like about the Black Friday sale getting out of control and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So then it was like a whole week. Uh, it was pushed back a week, but it was also a whole week. And all the mall security guards were like, uh, like soldiers from Game of Thrones, like worried about dying to the crowds and stuff. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it, the, the shit is, it, it's pretty wild. Like the last, I, I want to say it was probably right a year or two before that South Park was when like obviously there were stories about people punching other people for tvs and stuff but like a year i'd say it has come down since like yeah. i know what year you're talking about and it was like it was nasty it, it, well i think all i think you know that's around when everybody knows how to use youtube like grandpa knows how to use youtube and um when everybody could put up videos of people just being garbage humans in walmart <laughs> on youtube and like tackling children for tv like just just crazy shit i think i think there was a little bit uh god forbid a little bit of introspection in america like maybe we shouldn't do this <laughs> maybe it's cool yeah. um that yeah, I think a lot walmart of them... was like walmart like this is this is pushing it even for us <laughs> <laughs> well that and i think i think the uh, it Honestly, it's I don't even think it was the uh, people hurting other people so much as like employees being like, I cannot work on this day. Like people are hitting me like this. Is, it's not safe. Right. Like it, I think it became too much of a liability for companies like to have like lawsuits or have their employees get injured over the like wild shit. I even before it got like crazy and like my mom would participate. So this was when we were in like high school or even middle school. Um there were stories of like just where people are scrambling and like a TV almost fell on them. Like it was, they weren't even fighting over anything with anybody. It's just like there was a, a bunch of people like diving for things in the electronic section and it shook one of the uh, uh, aisles or whatever and a TV almost fell on them. Like it, it's, 
it's been steadily going this way. But I mean, you know, maybe maybe that's a a bright side out of COVID is that Black Friday will calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, I can tell you, like it it even calmed down at our own store. Like nowhere, we were never anywhere near a Walmart level kind of thing. But even the hardware store, you know, we had crappy tools, but you know, we had monstrous sales on things, and people would come in and it'd be a busy freaking day it'd be brutal and it like i remember even through high school like it seemed to get a little bit slower every year um so last last kind of seasonal thing i want to mention um one of my favorite podcasts is an annual podcast it's been going i think six years now it's called um till death do us blart and what they do is every every year. Oh, I've heard of this. They get drunk and watch it, right? Yeah, uh, they don't get drunk. <laughs> oh, oh, I no. thought they got drunk. They, they might get drunk and watch it. They don't talk about it drunk. Um, it's it's five. It's it's two separate podcasts that come together just for this. And uh, they yeah they watch uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop two every Thanksgiving and then talk about it again as if it was the first time they saw. It. Well, not as if it was the first time that they saw it, but they talk about it. And just try to find anything to talk about. And this year they did like a live commentary. But um, I I was thinking about uh, our podcast. And that um, season one's uh, about to wrap up. Right? We've got, uh, we got this week. Two, three. We got like three, three more episodes in season one um, of the podcast. So I was just thinking about like how, how we could evolve or if we could do something different or if we, if we could ever power through like watching the same. So, so two of the guys are from a different podcast, uh, an actual podcast, not an annual podcast called the uh, worst idea ever, I think. And they watch the same movie every week and then talk about it. And it started with sex in the city too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it got pretty brutal, <laughs> but um, uh It'd be, it'd be. I, I think there, there's certain things we could, we could tend pull around if we, if we do a season two of the podcast, um, and that. that oh man, I just watched Dune. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, we could just do. I would, make, I would love to make the bear watch Dune. That would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we can start tent pulling like one, one episode a month around a, a, a movie from the '80s or something. Oh my god, let me. Oh my god, that was so bad like i knew yeah. i knew the cult status behind it and how bad it is right and i you and i have watched some bad movies together just for fun yeah that one was rough like especially if you just read the book yeah and like knowing how the book goes the, the movie just sh- took a shit on it <laughs> like it was the, the stories were barely the same it, yeah it felt like someone told the director their understanding like someone read the spark notes yeah here's my spark notes told, of dune cool i got it here's my spark notes of dune told that to the director and then the director <laughs> made the movie now i will say it it's right on the line i would give it it's the so bad it's funny mm-hmm. and it's worth a watch for that comedic sake yeah. and the cult the you know the history behind it the yeah. cult classic history behind it but it it is on that line of like no this is just bad and no one should ever watch it. So it it's it's between a soft one and a hard and a in a soft zero basically. Pretty much. Okay. Um. 
Like, if you're in the mood to watch an old crappy 80s movie that I, doesn't follow one of the most classic sci-fi books ever written, then... Uh... Watch, watch Flash Gordon. I mean, like... Watch Flash Gordon. <laughs> Honestly, you're better off watching Flash Gordon. But... In terms of like that similar style, crappy 80s movie, you're better off watching Flash Gordon. The first time I sat through all of Flash Gordon is when we watched it. And it was... Um, yes. Like, it's obviously slow, and parts of it are, like, dated... Um, uh, like the the whole football fight scene is so stupid, and and the way the villain it's, dies is like comedic, but like it just ends. Like the movie just ends. Yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> which the- is actually exactly how Dune ends. Like it's very similar. I never, I didn't think about that. Like the movie just ends. It's like, oh, good guy won. Movie's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I, I watch Flash Gordon again. Like I, I would willingly watch Flash Gordon again, and I would recommend. I would. I would recommend it to people where it's like, hey, you want to? You just want like a cheesy, uh, '80s. Like I guess Star Wars is based on the serials, not the movie, but like something kind of related to that, like history and like sci-fi and stuff. And then like a really terrible interpretation of it, but it, it's kind of entertaining. Like it, it I, I'll take that back. It is entertaining. It is entertaining to watch. Um, yes, like the guy's getting his mind erased, and he was able to keep it because he was thinking about Shakespeare and Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so so wild. The Hawkman, everything with the Hawkman is great. Yeah. Um, no, I, <laughs> I've I've never sat through Dune. I kind of know some of the story. I don't know how to read, so I'll never read Dune. But um. It's too long. I, I, it's, I, it's actually it's also a tough read it's like lord of the rings kind of tough yeah. in sense like nothing's ever explained you've got to f- hope you guessed right right no i mean like that's dune is the sci-fi lord of the rings right like it's the you know progenitor to a lot of like ideas and yeah, it is um you know fantasy in that area uh we didn't get to i didn't get to wax uh, terribly long on, on two towers and I really don't want to revisit anything I've already said but I mean like that that's a two out of two I'll, I'll, I'll have watched Return of the King by the, the next episode for sure I, I'm actually really excited to watch Return of the King I was really excited to, to rewatch two towers more than Fellowship like I Fellowship's fine I it's, it's like it's still a two out of two but it is very much a setup movie. right and the thing is like I don't know if this is uh, as true about the books. I've heard it said that the books were written as a book and it's just broken up into three chunks. Um, I believe that is true, yes. The movies were filmed as one movie and broken up into three chunks, right? Like, I don't think you get a... Well, they filmed it it all together. Yes. yes. They filmed all three. It's like the last time you're probably ever going to get a series like that where the movies are actually one year after another right right right. they, they did pickup shots and stuff all the way they were doing pickup shots in like 2016 and stuff to, to keep updating things but like um it's like i think it's like the full experience it, it's weird in that like it, you know what it reminds me of? it reminds me of kill bill kill bill volume one and two are are filmed as like one movie but like i really only go back to rewatch volume one um two is fine yeah. and you get the complete story but like one is you don't one is the good part or the best part of it and like that's how i feel about two towers and return of the king versus fellowship like fellowship is good it's not that it's a bad movie it's just like that's when i think lord of the rings 
I don't really think of anything from Fellowship that isn't like meme related, really. Um, you know, like the there's a lot of memes in Fellowship. I think predominantly the memes are from Fellowship. <laughs> they might actually yeah. all be from Fellowship now that I think about. It. Honestly, like yeah, there might be. <laughs> all the memes about Lord of the Rings are from Fellowship. Um, all the like iconic shit, anyway. Um, no, I, I. The whole everything is two out of two. I I'm I'm very excited to rewatch Return of the King. Two Towers, just as good as as always. I mean, it, it, there's a reason that Helm's Deep is like you know the siege battle for, for that everything else is compared to and will forever be compared to for for years until somebody tops it. Um, all right. So before I get into the last thing. I'll, re- I'll we'll circle back to video games. Um, I am <laughs> retiring from my Apex ranked uh, climb. I made it up to the 80th slash 98th percentile of players, and I- I'm calling it there. Uh, it's getting brutal. It's getting uh, very toxic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not even like so. Like there was a point where I it stops being fun. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun. Like I I was just playing before I got on the the podcast. I was playing with. Uh, Needle and uh, Nate, right? And uh, yeah. it was fun. Like I, I honestly, I, I didn't play great. I played fine. I've, I've had better games. I've had worse games. But I was having more fun than any of the ranked games I was playing or competitive games I was playing because, like, shit, dude. Like, it's one thing to be there and like nobody's talking. That's fine. But the people who talk, it's not even constructive. It's only people talking to be negative and shitty, and it's just not. <laughs> It's not Again, fun. I think a lot of it comes back to these are people that don't know how to interact with other humans, and like they don't understand that just shitting on your teammates all the time is not how you get performance out of your teammates or or do better. You're tilting yourself <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, yeah, you're, you're so angry. It's it makes me angry just to get because they're angry. It's so frustrating. There's an endless cycle of jerk off. Yeah, bullshit. But uh, um, I, I'll probably officially announce my retirement in the, in the coming weeks. But um, <laughs> the the scene will never be the same again. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, what will they do without me? Clicking on heads slow like an old man. Um, the 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 thing I wanted to circle back to that we we talked about before the podcast is uh, a set of games that so. Uh, I don't know how accessible they are to people brand new to games, but I think if, if you're if you're playing video games, you you're generally getting along well with video games. You start you want to get deeper, especially into RPGs, role playing games. I think the Elder Scrolls and Fallout games are, while a little obtuse getting started, very uh, friendly to players. Yes, I'll say this: Flyers has like never played a video game in her life, and we came drunkenly home one night mm-hmm. last week, and I made her play Fallout Four, and she did all right. Uh, honestly, the the biggest hurdle for people who don't play console video games uh, or, or even computer games, I think it's just like the the movement that movement is detached yeah. from where you're looking. 
And it was actually that was that's the that was honestly the hardest part. Like watching her try to move around the game, it was just so unnatural compared to what I do. <laughs> just like it's just an extension for me because I've been doing it my whole life. It's so odd to see that it's like that's not how normal people see things, you know? Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's that. So on a, on a console controller, it's you know one stick is moving you, the other stick is moving your head, and then yep. on a PC, it's what Wasta. Uh, the, the set of keys is moving your body, and then the mouse is moving your head. And I, I gave her a controller, though. It made it a little bit easier, yeah. I think. Uh, but I'd say, other than that hurdle, and, like, you know, kind of figuring out the game system, and, like, uh, if I use this gun. Set it to very easy, yeah. and play for the story, and yeah. all that good stuff. Well, that, and then, like, it, it's more prevalent in um, Elder Scrolls, but, like, you do a thing and that's how you get better at it in Elder Scrolls and in Fallout and the other game we're going to talk about is uh, uh, Outer Worlds, which is a sort of knockoff by a company that worked on Fallout. <laughs> so it's not right. spiritual success. Yeah, the reason Fallout's the fall- that what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Is That's not an identical system, but it is more, it's like straightforward enough perk system right where it's like oh i use this type of gun so i put points into this type of gun when i level and just i just go find more of this type of gun um no it's it's they're they're fun games they're good for beginners but effectively one of them is is sci-fi fantasy with with guns and stuff and that's you know fallout and outer worlds and then the other one is high fantasy with like magic and dragons and swords and what's bothered me about coach is that (laughs) you like fantasy in so much as like you you enjoyed we played dungeons and dragons right um yes and i don't think you're, you're opposed to anything high fantasy like that and you like the fallout stuff but you just don't like you don't like that intersection of like (laughs) or you don't you don't enjoy skyrim for whatever reason elder scrolls five skyrim I honestly couldn't even tell you why. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I should love it. Like, everything about my personality and what I like should mean I love Skyrim and, mo- and the other Scroll games. I just, when I play it, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I don't know why. And honestly, I should probably give it a real try again. You know, it's been a while since I tried to play it. Right. Uh, they're about um, to, they're going to put out a new one in the next couple of years here. Um, so. Also, the the, um, the Bethesda RPGs, like MMO RPGs, aren't worth playing. I'm just going to put that out there right now. The the Fallout, you know, multiplayer RPG is bad, and the uh, Elder Scrolls Online, while not as bad, is is not fun. Is MMO? Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, but it's like I don't know something about Skyrim. Maybe you maybe it just starts too slow for me, you know, and it's just like okay, I'm so used to these kind of games where I know what I should be doing right. and I'm just not doing it. Fallout Fallout is definitely more story driven. I will say that. Like, yeah. and I think that's why I like it, and that's honestly why I like Fallout Four probably more than almost all of them. That's tough between three, New Vegas, and four for me. But well, so like the the Fallout's, you're, I mean. All the games, your nameless protagonist, you generate. But in Fallout, they usually like intimately connect you to the story. Um, 
and as uh, Skyrim, it's like it's always like in Skyrim, or uh, I keep saying Skyrim in Elder Scrolls, it's always uh, you're a random prisoner that has like no connection to this land, or maybe you're connected to this land, but who cares? And then they just drop you in the world, and it's like, all right, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, go go make your own story, kid. Uh, no, uh, fun games. I enjoy them. Uh, Jay Boner is really into Skyrim. Uh, pretty much beat all of it and is now getting into Outer Worlds because there's no Fallout on the Switch. So we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would, I would tell her to play Fallout, especially since she lives in DC. Go play Fallout Three if you can. Yeah. It's it's hard to be able to play nowadays. Like I have, I got I've it. gotten it to work on my computer, but like you have to mod it. Yeah. to get it to work it does not work on modern computers yeah no. i i that's i'm i'm big uh big xbox shill over here uh i like that uh, do you still play it on xbox yeah i mean outside of having a 360 no 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 it's uh um they made it if it if, if a game was available available digitally and you own it you can continue to play it like it that's okay. it i think the I, I might be wrong but i'm pretty sure they just instead of trying to make games backwards forwards or any of that they just put an emulator on the the current xbox so it just emulates being a 360 that's the smartest way to do it um because it's like it it also it's it's weird because you have to like press the start and the back button at the same time to get like the the old um like blades to show up like to to see like your friends list and all that stuff um like you can't press the Xbox Center button; it just won't listen to you. It'll 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 open up like the the greater Xbox system, as opposed to the 360 you're playing. So I, it definitely it definitely I, it's some sort of like emulation. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I mean, there's a ton of stuff. Not even just the things they're remaking, you know, like they're remaking Mass Effect. Um, it's if you have a digital copy of it, hell, you, it does it with Xbox games too. I uh. I was playing Knights of the Old Republic and uh, Battlefront 2 um, on my fancy new Xbox. And I'll be able to play it on the fancy newest Xbox if, if I ever get one of those. <laughs> no. You know what? Actually, I'm as I'm currently playing Fallout 4 and podcasting, yeah. um, I think what does it for me, and Skyrim doesn't do it for me, the characters in Skyrim are just like almost non-existent. Yeah, for sure. You know? It's just like follow, like you said, follow three and four and Vegas and yeah, they're all they're pretty character driven. Like in particular, getting your companions is like the highlight of the game. Yeah. The first thing you do when you play Fallout Three is run to go get dog meat. Yeah, uh, when you play Fallout Four, like Piper is one of the greatest video game characters I think I've played with. Honestly, mm-hmm. like she's a phenomenal companion to have. Yeah, and there's other ones in the game. Cosworth solid. Um, Kate's really good. Paladin Dance, like they in Fallout 4 did it in particular, they all have their own story and it gets you really involved in the world. There's the now you can argue with me that the Fallout 4 story as a whole isn't that good, and that's very true. But right, right, right. But like the the, all of the characters have great stories. Yeah. The um uh the the one I always had was the the French synth woman. Um Yeah, Curie. Curie, yeah. Her good. The yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. The Elder Scroll games are not structured like that. They there is a companion system, but all the companions are, are boring and samey. Like they're <laughs> it doesn't matter who they are, they just follow you around and, and you know, sputter off the same stuff. They don't have 
quests around them or, or anything like that. It's yeah, it was like in New Vegas, Boone's phenomenal. He's such a good character. His yeah. wife dies. You got to go get revenge. You got to help him with his PTSD and like all of that stuff. And it's super in depth. Okay. I appreciate that. I am. Um, have you given any of the uh, Warhammer a shot? I am not. Should I? Uh, I think mm, it depends. Because the thing is, it, it's not. It, it, well, first of all, it's not accessible. In so much as like it, it's very confusing, and there's not like other than going. I guess you could go to like the Wikipedia's or the 4chan. The, like they have their own, you know, fantasy 4chan. Uh, I think it's called 1D 4chan. But like they have Dungeons and Dragons stuff there, and Warhammer and, and, and everything. But um, yeah, there's not like a, a an easy way in. There's no real easy in. <laughs> Plus, there's like like three versions of it. So like there's Warhammer 40K, which is the the one Job and I joke about a lot. Like the um blood god stuff and space marines and all that like that's i do love space marines uh for uh, the thing is so what people liked about warhammer is that it's super pessimistic about everything um 40k it's like the future is um humanity keeps experimenting with people and we're super sophisticated and there might even be like a, a gain of technology than a loss and it's like humanity is 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 all religious zealots run by um, a god emperor who is basically on life support that re- magical life support that requires them to sacrifice two thousand like human souls a day or something to keep them just like alive but like in coma, and that's just the human race. And the thing about like Warhammer forty k is like everybody's shitty is like the the running thing like joke. Is that like yeah. there's no there's no good guys because the humans are like uh, racist fascists and the orcs are terrible and just want to destroy everything. Um, and I think they got really upset when they added this like race of aliens that wants to do things for the greater good and there's not as much like evil around them. And they're like, why are you bringing these fantasy <laughs> tropes into my grim dark future? Um, and that's well, that's forty k. That's chaotic there's demons and like space demons uh it's interesting i'm not as involved in 40k as i am in age of sigmar slash og warhammer which is where it gets confusing because they basically did a reboot because nobody was paying attention to warhammer fantasy uh everybody was just paying attention to 40k and a lot of people didn't like i didn't even know that warhammer 40k with space marines and all that was was like connected to slash based on like an old fantasy rpg that's almost as old as dnd like <laughs> <laughs> so they they rebooted it and the reboots it's fine it's interesting there's not a lot of um there's actually like no material in the reboot because they did the reboot right when games like i don't know if you're familiar with like vermitide and um which is like a left for dead kind of game but it's set in like warhammer fantasy and yep. uh, uh fuck the game i played total war warhammer uh one and two got really really popular at the same time as like this new material this relaunch so now there's like a clamoring for the pre like relaunch which was which was effectively like fantasy europe um and fantasy earth uh where it's like there's facsimiles for you know uh, the Roman Empire and, and stuff like that. And um, like the humans are the Roman Empire and the, the uh, 
Oh, fuck. Uh, the, the elves live effectively where Atlantis would have been. Uh, the dark elves live in Canada. It, it, it's like uh, there's like a lizard folk group that's native uh, peoples. It, it's interesting. I. It's difficult to get into. I don't know even how to, to recommend it to other people. <laughs> but if you're bored and just want to start reading things or watching YouTube videos on like random stuff it's it's definitely interesting it's it's starting to influence like how i i look at like fantasy like get, getting into it with uh D definitely uh opened up a lot of uh I, c- creatively not that i like write or anything but just like creatively getting into D brought me to like a bunch of new things and, and new ways of thinking about stuff and it was also interesting to see, like, oh, wow, Dungeons & Dragons has influenced so many things and permeated into yeah. so much of our culture, and I didn't even know. And then to go and now look at, like, Warhammer and Warhammer 40K and, like, wow, the, like, the words, the, the putting the words together, Space Marine, is effectively from Warhammer. Like, it's, <laughs> um, like, the StarCraft games uh, were supposed to be Warhammer 40K games and the three races in starcraft are based on like warhammer 40k races because like i think a partnership fell through or something but they had already almost finished the game like um it's it's just interesting like i said it's opened up new creative like thought for me and and i think you would appreciate some of it like i said though it is obtuse and difficult to get into there you I've got enough time on my hands right now. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll try to find like a good like intro lore video or something and send it to you. Uh, so we got five minutes left, and uh, I, I've got this big thing staring at me that I wanted to bring up for the last five minutes. Um, ghosts. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes or no? No. No. Hard no. No. Hard no. Hard no. I'm, uh, I'm 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 soft. Yes, I I think uh like R I don't know if you're familiar with the RLM's take on Mike's uh take on ghosts. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> he, he loves like ghost hunting and like everything about ghost hunting. He thinks it's all bullshit, right? But he thinks ghosts are real, and is is fascinated by people looking for ghosts. Um, I think I'm like kind of. F- fall into the mic camp where it's like almost it's all bullshit like for sure like the haunted houses the ghost hunters all that stuff but ghost hunting is fascinating to me that there's this whole world (laughs) and it's all bullshit (laughs) right 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 but like they have so many fucking tv shows and like communities on the internet and like communities period they've They've literally never turned anything no, up. No, and they never it's will, a- right? But there's something so much more interesting about it than, like, Bigfoot hunting, right? To me, at least. Than Bigfoot hunting, than, like... Mm, I'd say it's about the same tier as alien hunting. Uh, in so much as it doesn't... I'm not even saying whether or not the subject matter is, is real or not. It's just that, like, that interests me, right? Ghost yeah. hunting interests me. Alien. I think it's funny to watch. It's, it's funny to watch, right? That's what's what it is. But like, I would also. I, I don't know if it's my personal like. I like Halloween for like the spooky stuff. Like, I'm I'm a big horror movie guy. 
Um, Love horror movies. Big horror movies. Yeah. And, like, ghost hunting is just, like, uh, (laughs) is, 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 like, a real extension of that in 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 so much as like i'm gonna put myself in a scary place and try not to get scared right i would (laughs) i would love nothing more in the after after of covid um the far-flung future of 2040 uh if we do boys weekend 50 or whatever and and we do a ghost hunt or we, we sleep in a haunted house or just or fucking wander in asylum at midnight or something like just like abandoned um, there is there's a um old battleship over in quincy yeah in, in boston basically uh and i know they do like uh the boy scouts go and do an overnight in there and i've visited this ship i mean if any place is haunted it's this old battleship like it's fucking creepy in places so i mean i've got a spot for us there we go maybe maybe boys weekend haunted ship i mean so i i'm a big i i like that uh haunted house obviously even just like a midnight like we pay to like go you know air quoted pay there to go uh wander a, a abandon this like it doesn't even have to be an asylum it just abandoned buildings like <laughs> Just creepy shit. Like I would love to do that. Night. Huh? Night. Let's <laughs> walk around Gettysburg at right. night. I would love to do that and like record some of our friends. In particular the bear, but like just everybody in general, I think would be very entertaining. I think Sunshine would be a good sleeper for yeah. that. Well, he, I, he, he's not, he not handle scary stuff well. The Philly Jew, I think, would be good too. <laughs> not that he would freak out, but just him trying to calm people and definitely not working out. <laughs> Yes, you get so mad at everybody. Um, uh, I don't know what, what what his last name was, but Motown, uh, Little D, Big D, uh, Bacon. He is terrible with scary situations. So <laughs> he hates horror. Movies, yeah, right? he does not like horror movies. Uh, I think he'd be entertaining. I think most of us would be entertaining, even in groups. Like I, that's the thing too. Is like a lot of people. I will. I will. I like. I think even even yourself myself uh you know you think oh that's scary because the person's alone like it wouldn't be scary if i was with all my friends and there, there definitely is like you hit a certain amount of people and something isn't as unnerving but like two-man groups three-man groups it can still get like really creepy in like an abandoned building at night like <laughs> oh yeah um no i i don't i don't got anything else to say uh for the podcast really i do um when people do say things about ghosts or one place being exceptionally haunted or a lot of people died somewhere. My only thing to that is like, you know, how long has humanity been around? Like somebody's died everywhere. Right. Probably tragically in, in many circumstances, like especially going back to like old human history, like in the grand scheme of things, I mean, there'd be ghosts everywhere. America is near barrel ground. What's up? <laughs> America is an Indian burial ground. The entirety of our country is an Indian burial ground. Exactly. Like, it's... (laughs) If things were haunted, like, I... I, That that, that kind of falls apart for me, where it's like, well, there would be, you know, ghosts everywhere. Like, that's... Then you get into, like, oh, well, these ghosts are worse, or these ghosts are malicious. And that's like, ah, you're not a ghost scientist. You don't know. All right. 
that's what I want to go out on. Ghosts, love them, hate them. Ghosts. Uh, I appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate them. I appreciate them. Anything you want to go out on, Coach? Um. So you know, in the boredom of COVID, you don't got a lot to do, oh, yeah. right? So, I was looking for a game to play, and, you know, Fire, we play a lot of darts, actually. Um, But, you know, you got to mix it up every once in a while. You know, I kick her butt so much at darts, obviously. (laughs) Um, So, she was looking for something that she could beat me at, and she found this game called Stratego. Okay. Right? Now, it's just like this capture the flag. You got these pieces, you know, one through ten, different pieces do different stuff. And you're trying to capture the other team's flag and different, you know, it's, you set it up as you're like kind of devising your strategy. So, you know, the setup and the strategy come at the same time. And then you try to take the other pieces and eventually try to get the other person's flag. Yeah. You know, it's, it's huh. simple. It's easy. It's like checkers meets, you know, risk almost kind of thing. But, you know, I highly recommend it. If no one's ever played it, anybody listen to this, you know, Give it a try. Give it a try. Never heard of it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. All right. All right. With that, we'll call it a podcast.